Hello, this is Ram Cunningham, and this is Ram Asks a Question, all a part of the One Prez Pod. This is where I will uh, ask a question about faith that maybe you would like to ask, and Phil and Tasha answer. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the One Prez Pod with me, Phil Blackburn, and... This is Ram. Hello, everyone. Ram, you're back with a question. We were supposed to have our friend Jared Rigo this week, but he doesn't have a radio voice, he it, says. He doesn't, and, and I, we can't have that. That's, that's the that's qualifications right. for this podcast. You must have a radio voice. Right. <laughs> this weekend at the fairgrounds. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. Yes, uh, another Ram Ask a Question week. Uh, well, this week is everyone's favorite topic. Money. Money. Yes. I was going to see if I could borrow a hundred bucks. No, I'm kidding. Yes. Um, so I have been now a part of First Pres. I want to say pretty consistently mm-hmm. over almost three years. Mm-hmm. Over three years, really, but soberly, almost three years. Um, <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, almost a thousand days. Hashtag. Uh, so in that three years, I'm just going to admit, because uh, I kind of just say what I think and think what I say, I've not written a check or given money mm-hmm. to this church in the form of tithing. Mm-hmm. And in my past, uh, throughout all my years of church, I really never have, mm-hmm. ever, ever consistently, maybe once or twice, but never consistently. And I would always go back and say, well, I'm not going to give to the church. And, you know, I'm just not really comfortable here. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable there. Well, clearly, mm-hmm. I am in a place that I'm very comfortable um, and very much feel at home and I'm not going anywhere. So I'm starting to think about it. Maybe it's because I've been reading the Bible more. Maybe because I'm listening to the sermons more. I don't. I don't know what it is, but you have more discretionary income from sobriety. Certainly, That's what I, there. Is. I can look at my app, and apparently, I've saved like forty-eight thousand dollars <laughs> or something. So I've got some money. I would like yes. to. Uh, so yeah. So no. I. But I guess another thing, the reason why I would justify not tithing. It's because I'm such an active person, mm-hmm. and I I am. I'm, I think everyone knows that I am. I'm active in my personal life, in my work life, in my church life. I'm just, I'm nonstop, and that's just how I'm wired, and that's how I love to be. So when I get behind something that I love, like First Prez, I like to give back through works. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about that, and I said, you know, I'm not the only one that gives back to the church through works. And then I started listening to all the people mm-hmm. during last Sunday supper and first yeah, Sunday yeah. supper and all the things that we do. And I'm like, whoa, slow your roll, Ram. Mm-hmm. You know, there's other people that also do that, and I bet they also tithe. Mm-hmm. So my question is, should I start tithing? <laughs> First, let's work on some lingo, okay. some churchy terminology. Yes. There's giving, mm-hmm. there's pledging, and there's tithing. Wow. So giving, you're just throwing five bucks, twenty bucks, hundred bucks into the offering plate, either physically or metaphorically. Pledging means that every year at the end of the year, you're saying, I'm going to give the church this amount of money in the coming year. So I pledge $500 for the year ahead, $5,000 for the year ahead. Tithing, almost no one does. Tithing means you're going to give 10% of your income to the church. So, And that's that's the Bible. That's Yes, there that's are passages the, in Scripture which right. talk about a tithe as kind of the baseline. You keep 90%, you give to God 10%. Um, I've never preached a sermon on tithing. I've preached very few even on giving. Um, but that's the that, that's your lingo. So when you think about giving, pledging, tithing, so even just from the giving step, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's going to go from zero probably to tithing. Right. right? Sure. So, <laughs> so anyway, 
So that's the. That's I tend our, to do things that yeah, way. By yeah, the way, that's I, right. I, I, if I anybody really, was going to do, if it, I was going to say, you. it would be me. Yeah, and you know, uh, one of the main reasons we were talking about this a little before we started recording. One of the main reasons people don't go to church, I think, is because they think churches just want your money. So, just to be clear, have we ever asked you, Ram, for your money? Never have. Have Never I ever once. said you can't come if you don't give us money? Never once. Okay. So, you know, that's not entirely true. We do, on the other hand, live in a world where uh, you need money. Right. Well, I think that's <laughs> so, the other thing, too, is clearly the, the, it takes money yep. to run this yes. thing. And run millions of these things yes. that are all over the world. So yeah. I think when people say, you know, I don't, they're just wanting my money. Well, now I'm to the understanding. I was like, well, of course, we yeah. need to keep the lights on right. and the heat on. I don't think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, it's like, I think part of the problem is, uh, I think it's mostly church's fault. I blame the church. Like churches uh, in our country, I don't think have been the best stewards of some of the money that they've been given. I think there hasn't been uh, enough transparency. And I think, uh, I think people rightly have got grown skeptical about what their money would be used for if they threw it in a collection plate. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's your money. You worked hard for it. Like you, you shouldn't just do it casually. Mm -hmm. um, you know, our church is, the Presbyterian church in general is a little different and operates a little different than how most churches operate around money. Um, but, but by and large, if people say I'm skeptical of giving to the church cause I don't trust how they're going to spend the money. I'm like, I, I don't really blame you. Like, I, I mm -hmm. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I get it. Uh, you know, here, just to be clear here at first Presbyterian, like we have a meeting every year the, and every member of the congregation can come and vote on Tasha's and my salaries. So everybody knows if they want to exactly what Tasha and I make. And then also any member of the church can come and look at the church's budget, the overall budget. So they can see how much is being given. They can see, we don't disclose every staff person's uh, salary, but you can see the, the, the bucket of mm -hmm. salaries. And then you'll know exactly how much Tasha and I make as well. Uh, you can see how much we spend on mission, how much we spend on the building. I mean, every it's all, it, you have to ask for it, but it's, it's all mm -hmm. available. Um, I personally wouldn't, give money to a church where those things weren't true mm -hmm. personally everybody's free to do their own thing but i think anybody who goes to church should have the right if you're going to throw money in there you you have the right to ask how are we spending this mm -hmm. and if people won't tell you why <laughs> i <laughs> like, think i think there are some churches and i mean not not going to name any mm -hmm. but they're they're worldwide nationwide certainly uh <laughs> You can walk into that church and uh, and you know where the money's being spent. Right. I mean, yeah. let's just not let's just be right. call a spade a spade. I, you know, it's just it was a concert uh -huh. and I paid to go see that concert. Right. I mean, I don't want to like I said, yeah. I, there's a place for that, and I've been a part of yeah. those churches and they're great. Yeah. I'm honestly, yeah. I've felt things and uh -huh. you yeah. know, but I know where that money goes. Right. <laughs> I mean, but I, I wonder if. If there's a hang up there between that HD screen versus missions, right. that this versus and that, a, and that's got to yeah. be tough both everywhere. It is. It's, and it's a decision that everybody has to make. I, I will say, giving from a spiritual perspective, I think it's important to give money away. Like Tasha and I give to the church, and then we give to some other things as well. And we do that because it's important for us to remember first our. We own, you know, it, it, all of our stuff is God's. Like, we, it's a gift. It's a blessing. 
So it's not my money, really. And then also, it doesn't own me. Like, you know, I think when, I think just giving money away, whether it be to somebody on a street corner or to a charity you like or to a church that you believe in, uh, I think that's freeing because it, it's a reminder that you, you don't work for your money mm-hmm. in the sense that it doesn't own you. Think, you you have a say right. and and your faith should have a say in what you do with it. I'm a, I'm a, I don't know if this is true or not, but I, it felt like as when I was younger, I knew when I got older, I would have more focus on money. But if, <laughs> it seems like the older that I've gotten is not that I'm getting close to retirement, but things that I should be thinking about, I'm not as concerned with money anymore. And it's a little concerning yeah. <laughs> to me. I, it really is, yeah. actually. But then uh, with that, in my history of knowing people who have been those church-going folks that, that tithe mm-hmm. regularly, they were people that were, were humbly living. Mm-hmm. They, you know, my grandparents are, are a prime example. They weren't absolutely extravagantly rich by any means, but they tithed yeah. and they did regularly. And then I hear stories of people who really work hard and make it their mission to tithe mm-hmm. and how they're rewarded for that. I've never done that, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's almost like, I wonder what that is. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of intriguing. And it's like, well, if money... Not that it doesn't mean anything, but I think that I could allocate it better mm-hmm. as I get older. So maybe that yeah. just means I'm getting wiser. Yeah, I think it's, and maybe. that's the, that's like, you just want to bring, I think this is how I'd say it. You just want to bring your faith into conversation with your finances. Like just ha- let those things talk to each other and see they're supposed to be in conversation. They're not supposed to be in separate buckets. So you bring them into conversation and then you see. I'm just, I'm just not a fundamentalist on this issue. I don't think you're a bad Christian if you don't tithe. Sure. Uh, I don't think you're unfaithful. But I do think it's not the best spiritual practice to not let the two things speak to each mm-hmm. other. And I think that that conversation is really kind of starting to happen in me, and I think that's a good thing. That's yeah, the other reason I wanted to talk about it is, like, I've never really even – it never really bothered me. Not that it's bothering me, but it is a concern. It mm-hmm. is something that I'm thinking about. So it, it's almost <laughs> it's almost like drinking. The more I think about – how maybe I might drink again. No, I'm not, but I might. The more I do that little mm-hmm. dance, mm-hmm. the more it confirms the fact that maybe I shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> right. So it's sort of like yeah. that here, you know? So right. anyway, okay, well, great. Well, yeah. thank you. That's very enlightening. Yeah, so, you know. Uh, Expect a check on Sunday. Maybe uh, not that. No, maybe kidding. not. We'll, we'll look forward to it. You know, I, let, before we haven't talked very long, so do let me say this. I think churches should impact their community. And in order to do that, you need some money. Like, and I think a lot of the stuff we're able to do here at First Presbyterian is because of people that have given extravagantly to the church, both living and dead. We're stewards of that, those, those resources, and we're also stewards of the promises that were made to those people when they gave. They, either implicit or explicit, they understood that giving their money to this place would lead to certain outcomes. So that means that we have car programs and that means that we have people transitioning out of homelessness in our facilities and it means that we support dozens of local agencies and it means all these different things and every single one of those things costs money Mm -hmm. Um, and we believe that the community is enriched through that we believe that the community is enriched uh, by maintaining the sanctuary that was the cornerstone was laid in 1898 uh, some of the money raised for that that sanctuary 
that they used to build it back then was gambling winnings. Mm, nice. There we go. I mean, you know, like the story of mm-hmm. the church is the story of using resources wisely mm-hmm. and using resources poorly. Sure. And I think when you think of yourself as a steward, I think inevitably you end up using your resources pretty well. Mm-hmm. When you think of yourself as a business or you think of yourself as like your institution as the mission or ministry, I think you use resources poorly. Mm-hmm. That's that's when I observe it with, with churches. Right. Um, and well, it's why... Well, back to kind of my original question of, of kind of works. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think back of, of boards, non, you know, nonprofit boards I've been on over the years where, you know, if you're on a board, you're probably asked to give as well. Not some boards you have to, <laughs> some boards you do have yeah. to, but others you're asked to. And as I was a young, you know, young growing up, of course, I didn't have any money to give, but I would always say, no, but I'm going to be there for this yes. and I'm going to be there to help with this. And I did. I kind of built a social career out of Rams there, Rams going to yeah. help, Rams going to be there. And I'm, and I'm proud of that. I'm very yeah. proud of that. Um, so I think I sort of brought that practice into church yeah. just to some degree. But then when I got here, I saw the other family that's also a part of me, and they do the same thing too. So that kind of made me go, all right, well, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that was cool. Yeah, and, and you do. And, you know, you don't want to do just giving either. Right. You know? Right. No, no, there's those people the, that give to the boards. They're just like, take my money and right, leave me but alone. They, but they need a worker bee. That's right. They need or, a ram. Or, or they need the wisdom that's not being mm-hmm. offered and shared. And Yeah, I mean, it's the church is a community. So... I would imagine there were some people, there may be some people out there that write checks and yeah. over and that's kind of their, mm-hmm. that's their church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you do get a, there is a little bit of like, um, in the same way that you support Greenpeace, like you don't really mm. do anything for right. Greenpeace. I'm just not you specifically, sure, sure. but a person, uh-huh. uh, you just write the check to Greenpeace and you're like, I like what they do. Here's some money. And right. you know, listen, that helps us do what we do and we try to be good stewards of it. Right. But I think not uh, engaging mm-hmm. with your time and your talent, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it costs a little bit. And I something. think the older I get, I'm, I'm, I can choose more wisely mm-hmm. as to what I give my times yeah. and talents to. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that yeah. comes with age. Yeah, I heard uh, somebody, they, they would tell their congregation, um, I have no idea which pastor I heard this from, but they were like, uh, take an hour, give an hour. So if you take an hour from the church, so an hour of education or an hour of worship, then give an hour. Yeah. I was like, that's an interesting thing to way to think about it. Yeah. No. I so, I mean, it, you know, there's lots of different ways because you're serving, you, mm-hmm. you know, anyway. And I think that's formative and I think it's shaping. I just, overall, I think the big takeaway for me is like, let your faith talk to these other places. Let it talk to your calendar. Let it talk to your pocketbook. Um, let it talk to your your priorities. And you know how to start that conversation I found? How, Ram? Prayer. Yeah, right? Really. Uh-huh. I mean, I wouldn't be having this conversation mm-hmm. with you if I hadn't a month and a half ago, beginning of Lent, tried to make a conscious effort. I'm not going to say I've pulled it off daily, but mm-hmm. really made a conscious yeah. effort. And I was always excited about what I'm going to get from that because I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I've done it before. I've not done it before, and I'm still not completely like where I want to be. But it brought this conversation mm-hmm. up, yeah. so that's proof that yeah, that is the conversation. That is the right. That's it. That's like it. Praying. Is that's the, how you do it. That's how you do it. Didn't you right. tell us that? No, uh, I mean no, that's, probably not. No, 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 not enough. How about that? How say, about that? Say it more. Yeah, that's right. I'll I'll do it more often. Uh, well, this has been great, Ram. Yes. Uh, we're gonna pass it the baton off to Tasha. 
Uh, for next month, she will be kind of previewing the book for the month, which is Surprised by Hope by N.T. Wright. So that book club will meet at the end of April. There will be podcasts with various uh, folks from the community that Tasha has found who have interesting perspectives on uh, on that theology, which is, Ram, what happens when we die? That's what Surprised by Hope is about. Wow. It is the Christian theology of death and resurrection. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty interesting, that mm-hmm. book. So those podcasts should be really, really great. So uh, stick with the One Prez Pod and, and check that out. And, As you know, always. Ram and you, you and I will probably be back again here before too long. I'm sure I'll have other questions. <laughs> I'm certain that I will. All right. Well, get right. well, Jared. Yes, get well, buddy. And we will talk to you all later. Peace. Later. Hey, you've been listening to Ram Asks a Question, part of the One Prez Pod. Check out our other content on this podcast. Follow us on social media at First Presbyterian on Facebook and Instagram. And check out our website, oneprez.org, for more content, sermons, Sunday school classes, and devotionals from First Presbyterian Church. Peace.